Hello, friends. Thanks for joining us again here on Entrust, Equipping Leaders. Today, Lori Lind continues her conversations about training women in ministry. Today's guest is Joycelyn Siebold, the director of Entrust Equipping Women. We hope this podcast is helpful to you in your ministry. We invite you to subscribe, tell a friend, and leave us a review. Well, it's very exciting to have Joycelyn Siebold from Entrust as our guest on the Equipping Christian Leaders podcast today, a series about the broad question of why train women? And we'll get into why we're even asking that question and then some thoughts about that. But Joycelyn, because you are a woman in ministry and a woman who trains and equips other women, I wonder if you could start by telling us a bit about your background and how God called you into Christian ministry. Sure, I can do that. So I grew up in a Christian family. My father uh, is a retired pastor. And my my mom was an education teacher uh, most of her working life. So I grew up in a Christian home, um, but I really didn't come to know the Lord personally uh, and start walking with him until I was in my early 30s. And so there was a disconnect there in terms of really understanding the personal relationship um, with the Lord and really understanding the Holy Spirit and how he um, guides us and and connects us um, to and helps us understand God's word. Um, So how did he call me into Christian ministry? As uh, I was working with first in children's ministry and then in youth ministry, I really felt the need to be equipped uh, in in leading and teaching um, in those roles that I was working in or serving in. And so over time, it was really a two and a half, three year process um, since I was being called a seminary and my pastor confirmed that. And so I went ahead and went into um, seminary and was trained in interdisciplinary. So I was New Testament in Christian education and really with the focus of desiring to be better equipped in to um, teach in whatever role the Lord was calling me into. Hmm. You know, even as we get into this, it strikes me that your path may have been similar to a lot of women who are believers. You, you said you were working in some ministries in your church and then felt the need to be equipped. So you came into it. How did you come into having those roles in your church in the first place? That's an interesting question. Um, I think, well, I know that I, as a speech pathologist was my former background, speech language pathologist, I had worked a lot with children and actually all adults as well. And so I started in children's ministry And as I was telling stories and going through those lessons, I really felt that, wow, I need to know the Bible better. Mm -hmm. And then stepping into youth ministry, even more so, is how can I come alongside of these um, youth better and guiding them? And I need to know better what the word says and how to come alongside of them. And so it was really, in essence, through that serving that I realized how little I knew and um, how much more there was to know. 
I really think that might be the story of many, many people sort of begin to serve because we have some ability or some concern for a certain area of ministry and then realize, wow, there's more I could learn about this after the fact. So you did mention some of your um, Bible studies and theological. Tell us again, which schools you went to or what degrees you earned in the Christian world? In, uh, well, I'm going to step back to actually my undergrad okay. because it was linguistics. And I, I look back and look at how I've always been interested in language and cultures. And so linguistics and actually some of my courses were anthropology, which you're looking at uh, studies of humanity, cultures, and that mix. And so I think the Lord set that as kind of a um, base or, you know, basis where I was already interested in learning about people and languages. And so then, um, and then the speech language pathology kind of added that and really developed um, my people skills. And then with the seminary and the Christian education piece, uh, that really, I originally, I thought I was going to be serving in children's ministry and uh, mentors there really kept challenging me with that. Um, but um, that focus on Christian education uh, really helped me focus in on really how to study God's word and then how to then take that and put that into lesson plans or, you know, how to put that together that then to um, teach um, others. And then the New Testament piece, the Lord really used the languages and that ties back into the interest in the language and how I was wired to help me see things in the Bible that um, in a special way, because that's the way I'm wired. So those have all kind of um, worked together to, to form some of who you are today and the, the ways that you're wired, as you said, have mm -hmm. fed into the choices you've made and the things that God's led you to. Now, somehow you landed on staff with Entrust a few years ago. Um, what is your role with Entrust? Um, my role with Entrust is the executive director of the Equipping Women um, interest equipping women. Entrust, almost from its beginning, kind of mm -hmm. had a, a branch devoted to training and equipping women, initially mm -hmm. behind the Iron Curtain and so on. What are some reasons that that's a value at Entrust? Mm -hmm. um, it's a value at Entrust because uh, women are called um, to, in Titus 2, women are called to um, teach. Uh, younger women, and then also um, women are called to make and um, teach disciples as well. And and so you see throughout the Bible um, that God uses both men and women. And so there, you know, so you need to have both a focus on teaching and training men and a focus on teaching and training women. And um, historically, maybe the and trust started mostly focusing on men, I believe. And then there became an awareness that the ladies were interested in learning and growing too. Mm -hmm. Yes, there tends to be limited resources for training women. And especially in the um, context of the Eastern European church, 90% of the people in the churches were women. 
And so when you think about a pastor overseeing, a male pastor overseeing women, um, it just was really evident to those women that, you know, we need to be better equipped and trained to, to help our sisters and come alongside the pastor in certain areas that he, you know, he wouldn't be able to come alongside those women in. What were some of those areas? I mean, I know you might not have been on the team at that time, but you've probably heard some of what that was about. Yes, I mean, it was a seven different courses over time. Um, and, and I'll say too, with the training that I had within trust, it's really practical ministry where the seminary training was knowledge based and understanding with some application, but with the entrust training, I really learned the practical ministry aspect. And so what does that look like? That looks, um, how do women come alongside of other women and mentor them? Um, how do they um, help them identify their spiritual gifts? How do they um, help the women learn how to study the Bible? and understand that through the Holy Spirit, they can personally, individually understand God's word in, and just helping them understand there's a systematic way of inductive Bible study um, to really, you know, understand it in context. And, and then um, marriage, marriage and um, family and raising children and there are many other areas, but that gives you a flavor of all the different areas that women need equipping in. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm sort of thinking back to the past there, but mm -hmm. these ideas that the women could, could grow in these areas to serve one another. Do you know, was there some pushback from the church? And, and is what we're asking this question, why train women? Did that question itself come up? back in the uh, early days? I wasn't there. Uh, so um, it, it might have come up. However, what um, the approach that was taken was really the women went to the um, pastors and, and to their um, denominational structure and presented them with this need. And then um, the pastors chose the women who wanted, you know, who they felt were leaders or could become leaders to help. And really, it was through that, that yes, there was pushback, but then as they saw the women's lives beginning to change and um, in relationships with others, um, in, in um, how they dealt with their family, how they supported their um, families, um, then they bought into, wow, this is really something that is different than is being done in the church. And that is really beneficial to the church. So what do you see um, women being especially called to do within the context of the local church? That's a loaded question. It is a loaded question. <laughs> I totally know that. And we don't want to get into all the political arguments, um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, in some cases, that's a denominational question. Um, but in other cases, you see the spiritual gifts, and you see women called into areas of service, hospitality, evangelism, marriage ministry, teaching children and youth, um, and um, teaching women. Um, and so those are typical places that are in the context of the local church you most 
you know, when, when I looked at this question, I, I looked at it um, as especially called to, I think that that women tend to um, serve in those areas across cultural ministries, being very involved in, in the global aspects of um, cross-cultural ministries. So when we talk about this training and the equipping, like if God has called someone and given her some certain spiritual gifts, wouldn't that be all she needs? And I'm thinking back to you, you had a role, a couple roles in the church, mm-hmm. and yet you felt you needed more. But if, we're, if God's given me the gift of whatever, hospitality, boy, isn't that enough? Well, the Holy Spirit is our guide and teacher. Mm-hmm. And God can teach us um, through the Holy Spirit and God's word. And he gives us that gifting. Uh, However, he also calls us to come alongside of each other and to to teach and to equip others. And so you think of, well, somebody has a spiritual gift of serving, um, but they're not understanding how to um, apply God's word. Then they may, you think of character development and the things that God calls us um, to be were, were, you know, the whole aspect of thinking of sanctification and that we are called to become more and more like Christ Jesus. Um, generally, that takes interaction with other people to develop those fruit of the spirit. And no matter where you are serving in the church, no matter what spiritual gift you have, um, we all need to be sanctified. And, and that um, generally comes from that interaction and guiding and um, teaching and rebuking or, you know, when you think of those different aspects, the iron sharpens iron. Yes. Yes. I was just thinking that iron sharpens iron and all of the one another's in scripture that mm-hmm. um, you, we don't learn a lot unless there's someone uh, challenging us, encouraging us through the Holy Spirit as well. And so then this intentional equipping can move us further along that path, maybe of that sanctification Mm -hmm. process. And also then some of those um, ministry roles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, you know, we, we may have the spiritual gift of serving, but we're all called to evangelize. We're all called to disciple. And so that's going to look different. We're going to do it in different ways through our spiritual gifting. However, there are things that we all universally as as believers need to develop in to be able to come alongside others and help them develop in those areas. You've been listening to a conversation between Lori Lind and Joycelyn Siebold, two women who serve within trust and who are passionate about equipping next generations of leaders in the local church. On our next episode, you'll get a bit of a Hebrew lesson, some further understanding of God's plan for men and women to serve Him together, and, well, Lori demonstrates how not to ask good questions. Be sure to subscribe to Entrust Equipping Leaders so you don't miss out.